0: Changes coming to the Trump White House, at least how things are being run and who's actually doing the running of them. Changes possibly coming to the WWE as an announcement pops up that goes along with an announcement that popped up. And changes to your beer, or at least your beer if you're in Singapore, as scientists there look to make your beer a bit more healthy. Although beer is pretty awesome because it's just bread. Anyway, these are the stories or some of the stories that we chatted about. We'll have even more coming up in the Daily Recap Podcast for today. Today is August the 1st, 2017. And welcome to the podcast and welcome to the month, the new month of August. My name is Jake and Payne. I'm your host for these podcasts on this channel, probably channel, from thisisaconversation.com where we have what we believe are the best people in the world to talk to. That's all you folks out there about all the great things going on. And we can skirt around the big breaking headlines that stay on all day and talk about more in-depth conversations, things out there in the news, things to be in the know, and sometimes things that you once you hear about it, you really, really wish you didn't hear it. Ever, ever again. We're glad you like to be a part of all the conversations. You do dictate the menu, you do dictate the feedback, you do dictate what we talk about every single day, and in our wrap up on Saturday. How do you do that? It is extremely simple. Just follow us on social media. You're already on the Twitter and the Facebook anyway, so why not make us a part of your feed? Go to Twitter and find us at TH underscore conversation. Facebook search for this is the conversation. Just like that. And Also, look for us online at our main website, thisistheconversation.com. Stop by the website for great features on conversational things and things trending in the news. So let's talk about things that trended all day yesterday on Monday, the 31st of July, as today is the 1st of August. And let's start off with that beer story. Now, there are some scientists in Singapore. A young lady who may or may not be an avid beer drinker uh, decides to put a little extra pep into the step of the beer out there and make a beer that right now is not for sale, but they're trying to find a way to put more probiotics into uh, the beer. So there's a probiotic beer additive that makes your beer or the beer in Singapore a little bit better for you. Now, probiotics are a um, a bacteria that lives in your gut that helps things work and operate better, and who you just can't get away from having more great bacteria in your gut and who can't get away from having more great beer. Now, as we said, this is right now a research study done by a university at Singapore by a scientist making it so she had to get around some of the obstacles of beer making in the process because beer kind of kills a lot of the good stuff that goes into the system in the first place. That's what happens in the fermenting process. Uh, it, it's building bacteria and killing the alpha bacteria to make the fermenting process. But there's an additive to make it stay in there, if that makes any sense. So more probiotics into your beer. Scientists in Singapore are trying to make that happen. Will it come to Budweiser anytime soon? Probably not, but we'll see how the science works on your extra great beer, which is kind of great to start off with. Yesterday was the search for, uh, when we got the story, two missing inmates from a 12-batch that escaped from an Alabama jail uh, early on Sunday. Now, I don't have an update to the story, so I'm not sure where the two guys are, uh, but there was a big, massive jailbreak in Alabama with 12 guys finding a way to escape, and then by the time the early morning news came up, it was down to four, and then by the time we actually got it posted, and about an hour later, Only two inmates were left uh, on the run. We'll get an update on that pretty soon and get it to you guys as we go through, especially if this one makes the weekend edition where we'll talk about how things worked out for the week. Meanwhile, all you people who really, 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 really want to own a Tesla but have the issues with A, where to charge it, and B, how do you afford a gosh darn thing in the first place, there is good news for you. The mass model version of the Tesla if you can say that uh, a Tesla model three costing about $25,000 at a base price is coming, coming soon. The first batches have been produced and should be on sale. Basically, as I'm speaking this right now, people have been looking for a way to own a Tesla because they're kind of cool, but don't want to spend the experimental price because they don't have it. And of course, the issues on charging and getting around, this is a big step in that right direction, having an affordable version of the electric car, the all electric car, uh, gives people, regular people, a chance to buy them or people in a higher range uh, range of of cost. $25,000 isn't necessarily a small chunk of change, but in the grand scheme of buying a new car, that ain't so bad. A lot of people can afford a payment of that such. Now, charging stations and getting coast to coast and things like that, that's still an issue that needs to be resolved. And, of course, if there are more Teslas out there on the road, it would probably give the incentive for more charging stations to be built along the roadways as well. So this is good news for folks looking to finally get that Tesla. Maybe you can put this one into your budget. And good news for people looking for the electric car revolution to go coast to coast, because with more of these things on the road, there'll probably be more incentive to put more charging stations and more countryments to that as well. Now, maybe you're not a fan of the WWE, or maybe you're not a fan of UFC, but if you're a fan of either or, you've known about the man named Brock Lesnar, known as the Beast, uh, sometimes the Beast Incarnate, when called out by his manager in WWE, Mr. Paul Heyman. Uh, Brock Lesnar is under contract with the WWE. That's where he began his career as a famous fighter and to go on to UFC to become a real fighter and fight very real people and beat them up pretty badly. Uh, he had to deal with a serious case of, I think it was meningitis, that nearly killed him, uh, losing about half his body weight, uh, essentially, in the process, dropping out of UFC uh, for a while, and then going back, getting back in shape and going back to the WWE on a part-time basis. He was able to get out for one one one-off UFC fights a few months ago, which came out pretty big for him. And then he went back to WWE uh, to keep on going. Uh, Mr. John Jones, John Bones Jones from the UFC, is back into the spotlight for the the UFC. I'm sorry. Uh, He just re-won his light heavyweight championship after being banned from the sport after being found to be sort of a lying fraud. He was a big-time guy in the sport. Uh, he was making money. He was making appearances. He was being the whole big-time show thing. And then he had some issues with drugs, serious issues with drugs, and some relapses with drugs, and was pulled out of the UFC for quite a while. His redemption story had him fighting his essentially um, eternal uh, nemesis in John Cormier. And... um he was able to beat Cormier and get the title back that he lost or was going to put up against Cormier in the first place. Now he pulled a call out to Brock Lesnar, who, of course, says he's the baddest man ever in the UFC, although they're not quite in the same weight class. He's saying he wants a battle with the big guy. The big guy said, hey, watch what you're asking for, Mr. Jones, because I might step this thing up. And last night on WWE's Raw program, where Brock Lesnar is contracted to, it was hinted uh, in the kind of old-school loser-leaves-town sort of uh, stipulation in the match. It was hinted that Brock Lesnar is being forced out of his role as the champion by being forced to take on three very large heavyweight-type guys in a match at the same time where he doesn't even have to be involved to lose his title. The stipulation added by his manager, which, of course, gives us hope that this UFC fight may happen, is that if Brock Lesnar loses the title... He's leaving the WWE, which, of course, means for a while because he's on a contract where he basically only has to show up a once a month and at the big pay-per-views. So there you go. So if you're big into big real-time fighting or fake-time fighting or Brock Lesnar in general, Brock Lesnar looks like he's going to accept the call to John Jones but can't do it officially until he's done with the WWE contract. And it looks like he may not be signing on the contract or at least putting on a fairly long extension to be away from the the Uh, Promotion for quite some time. The sad story for the day that went all over the place in social media was the death of actor, director, and playwright Sam Shepard, dying at the age of 73. Shepard, of course, known for so many things, it's hardly really even put a a point on any of them, but having his name go through everyone's social media, essentially uh, trending for a bulk of the day after the news came through of his passing yesterday. Now, what we didn't have in the conversations were the actual addition to the new Trump White House. The new chief of staff in the building, his name is John Kelly. Up until Friday, he was the head of Homeland Security. Before that, he was a four-star Marine general. He was kind of a badass, and everybody respects who he is. He is now running the White House as of yesterday, and first things first... And something that he basically had already put in motion before he was officially announced in the job, and of course the old guy got fired, is the removal of the communications director, that man being Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci, who of course lasted all of... 10, 11 days in the role of being communications director. Now, why is this a big thing? Well, because uh, Kelly is supposed to be coming into the White House and taking over the chief of staff job and trying to put in some sort of law and order. The thought process that people had from the outside was that Reince Priebus, as an insider, as chief of staff, could still do the politics thing, do the political thing, and keep the White House running more or less in a way that Washington can deal with, even though Trump is unconventional. That didn't happen, and of course, Donald Trump was essentially undercutting everyone on the staff in the first place. Trump brings in a general, because he seems like generals, who has a strong fixture on how things work and how things should work and is going to run things in a stricter chain of command. And one of the biggest things that Trump didn't like about Scaramucci, even though he was an old pal, was the fact that he seemed to be grandstanding and upstaging him even more than Sean Spicer seemed to be grandstanding and upstaging him, even though Sean Spicer was just kind of doing his job. But the Scaramucci timeline is really, really weird and sketchy. In the span of 10-ish or so days, he relieved himself of his big time thing going on in New York his whatever his business was so he wouldn't have any conflicts of interest working in the White House and took over the job as communications director. His wife divorced him or at least filed for divorce of him. His wife who was also nine months pregnant had a baby two weeks early and who Scaramucci didn't see because he was hanging out with the president and sent a text to say congratulations and then he gets fired from the job he just took 10 days ago. So you can have your feelings for Scaramucci in this thing. Uh, You can not have your feelings for Scaramucci in this thing. But the White House seems to be planning on moving on and looks like they're actually moving up to growing up to being a bit more of a professional organization as opposed to just a regular Trump kind of crazy thing. Remember, Trump Taj Mahal just had a fire sale uh, about a couple weeks ago where they sold everything off because the whole deal didn't work out. And he, of course, had relieved himself of having any dealings with the actual hotel and casino years before this happened. But Donald Trump can't just leave the United States and put it up for a fire cell because countries don't quite work that way. And last night we got revelations and pictures of the Steve Bartman 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series Championship ring. Yes, Steve Bartman, who was the GOAT from the last time the Cubs was making a run for the championship, is basically the GOAT greatest of all time uh, for getting the apology of all time for uh, what he had to deal with in what was a very controversial play that probably wasn't his fault. And, you know, they could have kept playing better beyond that. But one bad play sort of turned the tide on the Cubs and made them start going down the losing path, knocked him out of the path for the World Series. So now... Many years later, Steve Bartman, who, of course, had to leave Chicago and go into hiding because of all the death threats, now has a big piece of bling of his own. Bartman said he was very um, moved and pleased about the, the gesture, saying, thanking the organization for all they've done, even saying the fact that it was not necessary when it was going. But the Cubs say it wasn't necessary. They are thanking one of their biggest fans and a guy that's going down in history as one of the biggest attractors and giving him a ring for validation. Those are the stories that are the biggest stories that we uh, talked about all day yesterday and we'll have plenty of stories to talk about all day today. We are sure already sending out tweets and Facebook messages and all that good stuff and so if you're already there just stop by your social media and react to the stories. Send it to a friend, you can also just reply to it as well. Click on it a couple times, click the link a couple times. We we don't we don't care. We're good about that. But the more you respond to each tweet, each Facebook post and each posting on the website, the more votes go in to see which are the big ones for the day and the week on Saturday. So Facebook, we are at This Is The Conversation. On Twitter, TH underscore conversation. And, of course, our main website is ThisIsTheConversation.com. My main website where you can see all my other projects and podcasts and things going on is at jclevenpain.net. And thank you so much for just being a part of the whole thing we're doing here Anyway, share the podcast with a friend, share it with some enemies, and give it to a couple people that you just met on the random street, random let them know what's going on with the conversation, get more people in on the conversations, like, love, review our posts, our podcasts, our things, wherever you get them from, and I could just, you know, be here tomorrow for another edition of the podcast, So we can go over all the great stories we had today with you tomorrow, and the day that we've got podcasts from, this is Conversation